everybody. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And we both use she, her pronouns. That we do. Welcome back to the pod, everyone. It is a lovely, what is it today that we're recording? Thursday. Thursday. (laughs) You know what? It's been really not like chilly the past couple of days in New York. But relative to 90 degrees that it's been, it's been chilly and I have loved it. Me too. In the morning when I've gone out to walk my dog, it's like felt a little folly. Yeah, I don't feel disgusting when I walk outside. I know. Today, though, I feel like it's the perfect temperature. It's really warm today, but not like really, really warm, like 90 warm, mm-hmm. but like a good 80 warm. We still haven't gone to the, the wine place you told me about. <gasps> Oh, okay. Dude, we, summer's ending. I know. We got to do that in the last week. There, the last, when is the last week? So not this upcoming week, but the week after. Okay. Yes. Because there, there is. There's so I, much I'm to really do. doubting our ability to get there because we've been speaking about it since before the summer Okay, began. well, we have to do it then. It's a <laughs> must. The place that I'm talking, that we're talking about right now, it's called City Vineyard. It's downtown on the west side. I just, I don't remember which pier it's at. It's more in the Fidei, like, area. Mm. Um, and I haven't been to this place in, like, since pre-pandemic but it was so much fun i talked to it i tell people about it all the time we gotta go we have to we gotta get it in there i walked past it oh my okay, mother there you go okay well we'll get and there. i was like hey sarah told me to go there that's me <laughs> that is you i know but yes, yeah, summer is a winding down dude this thing where like i remember growing up everyone is like the older you get the faster time goes really oh, true so every true. month it's going like exponentially faster and i um overwhelmed especially with the podcast because we do plan it out and schedule it out very far in advance once we get to certain markers i'm like oh my god i'm like how the fuck are we here yeah i know the summer has gone by kind of fast but i'm honestly excited for it to be over like i'm definitely okay with it like coming to a close partially because you know there's been a lot of things emotions this summer but partially just because like there's literally so many days where it's so hot and if i don't have work i just am like i'm not leaving my home because it's too warm especially during those like big heat waves like it's Mm -mm. just miserable it's almost like it's like you're snowed in yeah because like why would you do that to yourself yeah um yeah so we'll we're gonna get except for when it's snowed in it's uh a Sometimes, I mean, not so much in the city, prettier. And B, you don't get just like the smell of roasting garbage and yes. urine. <laughs> it's really true that's so gross but we are gonna get into our thoughts on this summer later in the episode after we do our little catch-up that's kind of like the theme for this week um also news update from us we are taking one week off oh yes we're doing like a little mid-season break break. it does make me laugh really hard though that i'm like oh the seasons are gonna be such different lengths because we've got it planned out basically to the end of the season and we'll start the next season and this two season, like our current season started in March. The yes. next one will start in January. Oh, well, you know, what? <laughs> I know because basically we're like, oh, we'll take like a week off in the summer. And then obviously for like the holiday sort of thingy majiggy that happens in December, you know, the thingy majiggy <laughs> Christmas, just the thingy majiggy. Um, but yes, there will be no episode on August 30th. I think. Hold on. I'll I have it in my calendar right now. Yes. It's Tuesday, August 30th. Uh, so, so when there's not an episode, it's not me fucking up. No. It was a conscious decision this time. 
conscious we are not on air august 30th i actually i was really wow i can't speak um i saw um one of our friends live to millo at a party this past weekend oh okay cool and she was talking to me about the podcast she actually is one of our number one fans um, oh my gosh really yeah i love it for us i love her i was looking at her linkedin and she's listening <laughs> oh my god i'm really obsessed with her so it makes me happy that she likes the podcast Yay. um but I was telling her about how we were late and she was like, yeah, no, I remember going and looking for it on Tuesday morning and not being able to find it and like thinking something was wrong with my app. And I was like, nope, something was wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) Not the app, me personally as a human. It's my brain. You know what? It happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's my brain. Yes, absolutely. It happens, you know, and I think again, more getting into summer and how we've been feeling this summer. I think going, maybe going back into the year. Well, you, you see, I'm getting my structure back. You're not. So yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. I, again, who knows? Maybe we'll find another job. I don't know. I, know. I really don't know what I'm going to do. Well, we'll figure and it out. I really don't know what I want to do, but we're figuring that out together, folks. Per, How's your week been? It's been good. I've been super social because as you guys Ooh. knew for about a month, about like, for the month from a week like a week a week in the past for the month before that okay wasn't social kind of depresso espresso so kind of like july-ish yeah yeah Yeah. wasn't really super vibing cool um unsurprisingly the two episodes that came up late fell within that time it's okay themes connections um i don't know what i'm saying anyway uh so we've been super social because you know we didn't really speak to anyone for like two weeks um (laughs) besides sarah because Obvi. um so it's it's been really fun i went out two nights in a row wow uh, what'd you do okay so like neither were like crazy crazy um we recorded last friday together yes we did and you were there when my friend facetimed me and was like come to the gay bar with me and yes. i went i have no reason to say no and i saw that you posted on your instagram story that you were there so i was like audrey made it i made it i went home at 1 oh my gosh i know i made it i did it you were getting dr- wild these days drank my celsius i know aren't i <laughs> mm. and then i had work the next morning and i was a menace at work because oh, I, I was bad i was like the type of hungover where you almost seem a little drunk yeah yeah oh, <laughs> oh. my god i hate that and i was just a menace to society i had a great time and i think i entertained people around me i maybe was not the most productive employee um (laughs) you know what that's okay it's just lulu yeah and literally i'm like i'm we're not doing heart surgery here we are not literally making so much money every day so okay and then one (laughs) of our friends from college uh where he lives has a rooftop and oh you went yeah they're moving soon so they were like oh we got to throw a party and i he's hosted a couple of them throughout the year and i hadn't gone because i was kind of nervous about like being around all the mts again yeah for non-bfa people mts music theaters that's how we refer to them colloquially yes um colloquially i don't know i don't really know what that word means so i'm just gonna let you <laughs> continue sure <laughs> um but it was actually really fun this is where i saw live um and i got to catch up with a lot of friends i hadn't seen in a second i got dinner with one of our friends who's been out of town so that was really nice beforehand oh good um also stayed to like 1 30 wow i know what was i doing on saturday why did you I have dinner ex- with Oh, Olivia's yes. parents. I was having dinner with because people kept parents. asking me where you were, oh, and they were like, "Why isn't Sarah with you?" <laughs> I was like, "We well, don't always travel together." Why isn't she attached to your body? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I have now kind of reached the point where, like, when I'm talking, I I think it was Julia I was talking to about yeah. this, and I was talking. She was like asking me about who my friends were. We were talking about plans, and I was like naming the people. I, I don't remember. Regardless, I was naming friends. Yeah, and she was like. 
also Sarah, right? And I was like, in my head at this point, Sarah's implied. <laughs> yes, I'm at that point. I'm implied. I know. Yeah, I, w- I had dinner with my partner's parents last Saturday. Um, and then I also went to I went to the Met game on Sunday. How was that? It was actually so much fun. I I enjoy baseball games. I love baseball games um, because the sport is easy to digest. Also, like the game <laughs> moves so slowly. Yes, it's a lot about socializing. It really, is. it really is. And I got a little drunky. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the thing. I haven't really. I loved going to Red Sox games growing up. Yeah. But I haven't really been since I've been a drinking adult. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. The drinks, though, are so effing expensive. Well, that's why I want to go with my family. Yeah. Also, like, I'm pretty sure my dad's company is now a sponsor of the Red Sox. So why can't I get a ticket? Oh, I bet you can. Um, yeah. We well, went. I keep asking my dad, and, and he just... keeps being like, "I didn't think you like sports," and I was like, "I like, I like going I like, to the games, right?" It, because it's not about watching the sport. The sport. No. Because whenever my dad asks me to go to a sports game, and I say yes, he's kind of shocked, and I'm like, "I'm not going to I'm watch there for the, the sp- experience." Right. I, that is who I am to a T. Yeah. I am there for the experience. I'm there for the drinks, the food, the mm-hmm. socializing. I want to dress up cute. Right. I wore like a really cute like skirt with the little Met shirt. I know. I, I really wanted to make it to a Red Sox game this summer. My dad told me that he would take me, but he's a liar. Oh, that's sad. Um, but it's fine. You know, they paid for college, so I can't really complain that there much. There you go. But the best thing about City Field where the Mets play is the food. Oh my gosh, there are so many incredible food options. I got a lobster roll. Olivia got Shake Shack. We also got this, like, um, I think it's called like Amazing Co Chicken. Like, it, they have like buckets of chicken, and there was this um, one that was like, oh shit. It was like General Tao's chicken. It was so good. We got so many drinks, but the drinks, whoo! Oh, expensive. All I remember from Fenway as a kid is that they, I swear, like, the only food that I could eat there was they had, like, Papa John's personal pizza. So I'd always get that. Yeah. And then you could get soft serve ice cream in, like, these little plastic containers on the upside down caps. Yeah. I literally kept mine for so long. And then my mom was like, we're throwing this shit out. (laughs) I know. It was fun. Yeah. I want to go to a Mets game, though, because I I personally cannot. Oh, the Yankees. Attend the Yankees game. Yeah. I grew up a Mets fan and all of my friends are Yankee fans. So when they want to go, they usually want to go to a Yankee game. And I don't mind it. But I have to say, I just think City Field is superior with the food. Okay. Then we'll go to a Mets game together. Yes. And uh, all I know about the Mets is I watched. Uh, do you know Seth Meyers? Like how he has his own late night? Yes. Apparently, a lot of the staff are Mets fans. Oh, um, there you but go. a lot of the jokes are made at the Mets' expense. Oh, because they suck. <laughs> yeah. But they're doing really well this season. Yes. And they won the game that they were that we were at. Ooh. And there was a home run. There was a really great like <gasps> double hitting of the home base. <laughs> I, I I can't describe it. Double hitting of the home base. It was great. I honestly had such a fun time. And Olivia's dad's like. Uh, somebody that um, he works with knows this lady who runs the vodka like lemonade stand. Oh yes! So we got like these huge vodka lemonades. They were so good. And I tried. Um, Simply Lemonade actually just came out with like a spiked like lemonade Ooh. can drink. Unfortunately, I have to report that it wasn't good Aww. because you know Simply Lemonade is so good. Yeah. It's so delicious. So I was so excited when I saw they had it. I was like, I what have was to wrong have with one. it? 
it just the, so you know their lemonade is so good it didn't mm. taste like their lemonade it tasted like a minute made mm. it wasn't good it just like did not taste good and i saw other people review it on tiktok and they didn't like it either That's so disappointing. it's not just me no i honestly i think you'd be better off buying the simply lemonade and pouring the vodka in yourself <laughs> because it wasn't their lemonade like it did not taste like their lemonade downvote it, it was really sad a sad experience um, yeah. Do you want to know who I found out is a fake fan? Who's a fake fan? Not actually. I'm just saying this so that, their to give them shit. Yeah. Uh, Julia's three episodes behind, so she's a fake oh, fan. Ah, fake fan. It's okay. I literally don't know who. I know Liz is a religious listener, but I don't know if any of my other friends are, which is fine. Most of my friends are not, and I'm deeply okay with I'm that. Okay I'm with only that. laughing because Julia texted me to tell me that one of her friends texted her yeah. <laughs> about the latest episode that came out, and then she was like, I'm actually a couple episodes behind. I was like, wow, so your friend has time to listen, but you, she literally just started a new job. I'm, I'm deeply <laughs> kidding and just being a little whiny bitch um, because I can, and I enjoy doing that. Yeah, I think it's so crazy when people listen, honestly. <laughs> I'm confused by it. I, you know what? And I literally will shout all the people out in our DMs. Like, we have a couple of people who... I went who, through yesterday yes. and I was reading all of our old DMs. And guys, I'm not even kidding. I was like full tearing up. Like, it was so sweet. <laughs> it made me just like... Like, yeah, we don't have a ton of people who listen to this. And like... But it's 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 really crazy to me that like no matter how small of an impact it is that like we can have an impact on someone's life. Right. Life, and even like on life. the worst days, like I was having I've had like a pretty bad like couple of weeks. And um, specifically this week, I just had like so many breakdowns, like so we many breakdowns. And I just like I was like feeling like a failure in life. And then we got a DM and it was this really long DM about like loving the podcast. And I was just like, OK, like. I'm doing something. We're doing something. Right. And literally in therapy today, my therapist was like, because I was like, yeah, like I just realized like I don't have any self-discipline. And she's like, you're wrong. Like you're wrong. Like you show up to your podcast like every week and do things for it that are not like you don't have to be doing that shit. It's like, I guess you're right. I guess. Yeah. You know what? It's a fair point. I mean, like. I'm not the person to say that to you because I also do this podcast and I also have been gone on to by my therapist and my friends and most of my family for uh, uh, downplaying any success I ever have. Yes. Like discrediting anything yes. I ever do. They'll be like, you did this. And I'll be like, no, but that doesn't count for right. X, Y, and Z reason. And they're yeah. like, well, if you make everything not count. Then nothing. Yes. Then, Olivia then, yeah. says that to me. Olivia's like, you are See, doing something. We... This is why we're friends. I know. We have, we're, we we have, have so, so many <laughs> mental issues in common. I love that for us. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, but uh, all overall here, want to say thank you to everyone who DMs yes. us, especially like if you DM us and we kind of like there's a couple people that we have like a constant back and forth with that will text after they listen to each episode, which I love because it it does. I think it gives us like good info about like what people like to hear and what people are connecting with. Yeah. And even though I never replied to any of them, I do go back and read them. Yeah, I just get too nervous about replying. Oh, you can totally reply. <laughs> I just get social anxiety yeah. through the internet. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Sometimes I'm like, is this like the right way to respond? Even like, you know what I get anxious about? TikTok comments. Because oh, yeah. we like, I feel like on Instagram, there's like more people that we don't know from like our personal lives yes. that we connect with than on TikTok. And so on TikTok, I wish people would be more up in our comments. I'm like, comment, talk to us. Nah, nah. Tell us what you're thinking. And you know, it's just not happening on that app. 
but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My annoyance with TikTok sometimes. <sighs> but yeah. <sighs> what else happened this week? Oh, yeah. I just had so many mental breakdowns. It's hysterical. Wait, I have to tell this story. So on Tuesday, I woke up already not in a great mood because Audrey and I had a meeting and I missed it and I was very angry at myself. I was also five minutes late to it. Both of us for the same reason. We both slept through. I Yeah, great. Because I did not sleep. Basically, I'm having really bad lower back issues. Like, I feel like I might have pulled something. I don't know. So I haven't been able to sleep very well because I can't get in a good position for my back. And I woke up in the morning super tired. So I was like, all right, let me try. I put everything up for the episode and then I was like, all right, let me try to get back to sleep. It was bad because I slept through the what's it called meeting and then I woke up and I needed to shoot some content for this plus size brand I've been working with a couple times. Their name is Chic Soul, which is great. Use code Sarah eight fifteen for fifteen percent off until like September or something. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for some cute plus size clothes, anyways. Um, I get in the car with Olivia because Olivia picked me up because my dad needed the other car and I start because we're going to Long Beach Island this weekend. I start looking for the confirmation for the hotel just because we were like wondering about when check in time was and I can't find it anywhere. And then I look at the Expedia because I remember making it through my mom's Expedia and like there's no history of it. And I'm like, Olivia, did I send it to you? Olivia's driving. They can't really check. And I'm like, I'm starting to freak out. And then we pull up to this coffee shop because I wanted to get a coffee to shoot with. And I literally full hysterically start crying. I'm like, I must have not booked it. Like I start freaking out. I and it really wasn't about the hotel. Like it yes. was really about just like the last couple of weeks have been feeling very unstructured in but my it's, life. It's always like that, like final right, little thing that just like totally like what is it the the straw that broke the camel's back look at you with a saying i got it right today y'all because i've been saying that so much i literally probably said that in therapy five times today when i was explaining this event my brain initially tried to cross there's like one about like the final nail in the coffin and my brain almost said the final nail in the camel in the (laughs) The camel's Um, and so I cried off all my makeup. So oh, Olivia no. took me back to my house. We got Dunkin' Donuts. We watched a little bit of Below Deck Sailing Yacht so that I could chill out. Y'all are such reality TV stands and I love See, it. Olivia really isn't. I am a huge reality TV stan and I've gotten like Olivia and I really enjoy watching Below Deck together. Like I love that. a dream of ours would probably be to be guests on Below Deck. I love that. Um, so like I'd love to meet Captain Lee like <laughs> just get us on um but yeah this week has been a little bit challenging mental breakdown but also a lot of learning a lot from mental breakdowns that. yeah um i think i've kind of already been doing this for like i don't know probably about six months into the pandemic maybe a bit more maybe like eight months into the pandemic i i think i'm entering my stoner era you're stone nice yeah um but what something- is a stoner era just like a lot of edibles a lot of weed <laughs> i don't know okay i just think that i might be um like getting stoned instead of drinking yes um for a variety of reasons but i something that i have recognized within it um and i was talking to a friend about this last weekend was like the amount of judgment that i still have with it like yeah. even as like i am a person who does engage in weed um engages in weed <laughs> engages in weed um takes the weed takes the weed 
Why are you taking I'm trying the to, weed? I'm trying to say it in ridiculous oh. ways. Um, regardless, not the point. Kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, <laughs> but I think, A, just the level of judgment that is just so trained into our yes. society as a base level of, like, it, it's literally just because it's for very stupid and generally racist reasons. Um, and then also on top of that of, like, being a singer type and the oh, additional yes. judgment of, like, there is so I care so much about my voice, which like is very fine to think, and I like. St- oh, it's it's I, valid. Yeah, like I don't smoke very often. Um, right, I think to get like, especially like when I'm thinking about like when I engage in smoking activities. We're so It is like I think a lot of the time I think about like if you were doing this all day, every day, yes, then yeah. it's going to impact your voice. If you're doing it once a week, once every blue moon, here's the thing. I also fine. have, I'm going to say friends, but mostly a friend who is literally in a Broadway show plays like plays a lead occasionally. And <laughs> be smoking weed all the fucking time. Um, but I think I'm entering my stoner era. Um, but unfortunately I don't have a trip planned to go home until November. And I know you can get weed in New York, but I prefer getting it from like a dispensary dispensary in Massachusetts. So I don't know. I'm, I'm like, do I, (laughs) and you like taking edibles more than you like actually smoking. Yes. But I'm like, I'm like, Oh, maybe, maybe we play around some with, with, smoking yeah if i do if i do the weed which i personally have stopped doing it because i've just realized it makes me really anxious i prefer to smoke it that's the thing it's just like it's a very different high and so yes. i've started playing around with it um, around. but i'm like hmm, do i just ask my mom to get stuff from a dispensary for me and bring it down for my birthday like my family doesn't have a lot of boundaries but i'm like hmm, i feel like Lori might feel <laughs> <laughs> not stellar about that one <laughs> um even though i know she's smoked weed before um regardless so yeah i think i'm i think i'm entering a stoner era and i think it's been coming for a long time and i think this is just me being like hey Accepting all it. of the things that have built up in my head also yeah just like the drinking alcohol doesn't work super great with my brain chemistry i feel like for so many it's so funny because alcohol is such a social thing it's like something that most people do quite often and i feel like for most people it doesn't sit well with the brain (laughs) no and i'm also just like i don't really like see how weed is any worse than drinking i don't think and yet it's like weirdly shamed upon and drinking isn't and i know that there is like historically a huge context for that my friend actually uh showed me this documentary that i want to watch oh wait i want to hear i'm forgetting the name but i'll look it up and uh, i don't know i'll put it on our instagram story and text it to sarah or something um that like basically goes through like sort of the history of like why it is so um what is the word like look down upon yeah but like i know i there is a specific word i'm not sure if i can think about y'all know what word we're talking about um even if we don't criticized (laughs) yeah Uh, frowned upon frowned upon um No, because it is. It is. Yeah. I think when you, but I feel like it's getting at least in some places in America, it's, slowly, it's getting a little yes. bit more normalized. Um, but like, I recognize even as like, but again, also, I will. My first instinct is to be really judgy about it, right? Well, also because we, again, we in the community that we yeah. were, we've grown up in, it is looked very down upon yes. to do anything that might damage like, your vocal folds. I'm gonna be honest. I was super judgy about people smoking 
in college. Even oh, me too. When I, like I would only smoke when I was like <laughs> borderline blackout drunk. Yeah, me too. And now I'm not because I would be a hypocrite. Uh, yeah, I just was a hypocrite. And yeah. we're working on it. We're growing every single day. We're growing. We're smoking more weed. <laughs> we're doing great, folks. Before we get into clues moments of the week, I need to just do a little pop culture update because lesbian TikTok has gone awry again. First off, thank you to the lovely listener who I unfortunately right now I'm blanking on your name. I really think it's Liv, but I, that could be really I think wrong. it is Liv as well. Also, Julia, who texted Julia when she texted me, uh, her friend texted her about saying that we did not get into the details of lesbian TikTok drama and that the details were were were... like we should get into the details of lesbian. Oh, okay. So backtracking. um, Thank you to the incredible uh, listener. I believe her name is Liv, who um, sent us a great voice memo about the drama on lesbian TikTok. So if you don't know what's going on on lesbian TikTok, here is a very short rundown. Basically, there is an artist named Fletcher who made a song about her ex-girlfriend's new girlfriend named Becky. Yes. I think that's it. And just like about that. And I guess that song became like a curse or I don't know. But basically this really like popular lesbian couple. Fuck. Now I'm blanking out on their name. Sedona and Riley. Yeah. That's the one I was telling you about last week. Yeah. So they broke up. Yes. Wah, wah, wah. Because apparently Sedona cheated on Riley a bunch. Well, yes. Initially it was they were like, oh, like super mutual, blah, blah, blah. Like no hate. And then Sedona posted on her Instagram story being like. I need the love of my life to come in now. I'm tired of like toxic Just like people. a shady yeah, post. Yeah, super shady. Post. And then someone posted about that on TikTok and Riley replied saying she, she cheated, cheated twice. Right. And then she made a whole TikTok be- explaining being like, yes, I cheated, da, da, da. And then apparently Riley emotionally cheated. Look, this just proves my theory. Once trust is broken in a relationship, it is almost like it is yeah. so rare that you're going to get that relationship back. Like it just yeah. is unless you're both willing to work on it. Done. Anyways. So they broke up and then the, the couple that I most connected to is Avery and Soph because I found their Instagram a couple months back and I got really into them because they were both pretty femme presenting Soph more than Avery um, queer woman. And I love that. And so then they broke up mm-hmm. and here is the crazy. So then, and then I think there was one more other famous couple yes, that broke, broke up. up. So lesbian TikTok was like, TikTok was like, Oh my God, there's a curse. Like all these like couples are breaking up. And so a lot of like queer women are commenting on it, like making TikToks being like, what the fuck is happening? Or they're like, my couples, my partner and I are not going to be like in this curse or whatever. Oh, also another important couple to mention is Jojo and Kylie. Kylie, I think her name is broke up as well. So the crazy thing is, is so Avery and Soph, Avery has been hanging out with Jojo Siwa. They've been going to Disney World. They've been making mukbangs on TikTok. And I saw that some other girl that Jojo was briefly involved with when it said like when they fall for the classic Disney date. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh shit so jojo has moves that she continues to do Mm -hmm. and i mean look jojo is worth millions of dollars it's easy to take your date to disneyland um so basically the whole lesbian tiktok community was like oh my goodness avery is now dating jojo and that's why she broke up with soap and so 
I've just been like ingesting all of this. Like I've been looking at so because I'm connected more to Soph and Avery. I've been looking at their TikTok like a crazy person. And Soph has been making all these TikToks sort of alluding to like what the fuck is happening. Like every like she made one being like every time I go on TikTok and is just like her being like sad about it. But here is the crazy thing is literally a day ago. So Soph and Avery lived in the same apartment. And so now they're both moving out. And they must have had to like meet up at the apartment the like other day to like finalize all the packing and whatever. And they put out TikToks together being like, you guys really thought we hated each other, but we don't. I saw that. And I was like, I I feel like that's not true. Number one, because Soph is making all these really sad TikToks. And then Soph put out her TikTok with Avery was like, Avery was like, I'm here to pick up like to finish packing. Like, cause I still have a key and they do this thing where they like, don't know how to greet each other, whether it should be like a hug, a kiss. So they fist bump and the caption was really sad. It was like, maybe in another lifetime. So I'm like, don't say that things are going like you guys are besties right now because you're obviously not. It's also like so funny again. Of I feel like I might have spoken about this on the podcast at some point, but maybe I just spoke about it with Sarah. Oh, <laughs> not sure. But like the blending of like, like we are people that studied performance, but like how social media and all that like has become such a blend of like a performance and a person at the same time. hundred percent. And like, it's like kind of uncomfortable, but it's also like you can't look away. No. Yeah. Because like they ha- like, cause those aren't the initial like moments that it happened. Like they have to reperform all these moments for an audience. Right. It's, it's so interesting. This whole complex situation Ecosystem. that's happening. Um, and I feel bad for them because I loved watching. And the thing is, it's like, especially after this whole scandal, it's only reconfirmed to me that I would never want to like be a content creator with the person that I am dating or even married to. Like, I just think it's a very risky business. I also think just like it can create like really weird power dynamics. Because I remember reading about a couple. It was a famous couple and I don't remember who they were. I believe they were like pretty big YouTubers Mm. and they literally stayed together for years very unhappily because they were making so much money off of each other. Fuck. Yeah. And so it just, it makes me sad, but I hope that they both get to move on to better chapters of their lives now. Damn, this shit really not be helping with my emotional intimacy issues. <laughs> but that is the lesbian TikTok story. I probably didn't do a good job of explaining it. I literally was like trying to Google it on TikTok this morning to like get a full rundown. And I couldn't find anyone who would give me like a good full rundown. Yeah, like I feel like there's bits and pieces everywhere yes. and those bits and pieces we have now relayed to you so if you're not on lesbian tiktok there you go but i've added fletcher's new song to my my next playlist i oh, basically I, i'm not listening a, to it i don't want it to hurt my relationship i'm not dating anyone what right, am i gonna hurt myself to further <laughs> i already do that um yeah yeah and my next little pop culture update is the bama rush um documentary is 100 happening um, it was on the morning toast this morning. They 100% confirmed it. HBO Max is um, they filmed during Rush this year. Yep. It's a hundred. I am so excited. I feel like it's going to be like a cult documentary. It's going to. I'm very <laughs> intrigued to see what ends up happening with the documentary because I 
wonder if they're going to be using the key players from like the key people that have really shown out on TikTok from mm-hmm. it. Like this, there's this girl, like the star of Bama Rush TikTok this year was named Kylan. I'm not, you've probably seen her pop up on your For You page, but you may have scrolled past. Um, and in my personal opinion, I think she is so effing annoying. And <gasps> I know that is so rude. I'm not a woman hater. And that was probably woman hating language. Um, but everyone is like so obsessed with her. And I just like think She's it's not your vibe. No, she because she is a pageant girl. So it gives mm. off it gives off fake to me. Mm, I, f- I feel that. Yes. But I feel like it could be really cool if the documentary like exposes things. And I think it would be really important. Like I think. H- but I feel like the documentary has got to have the permission of the school. Therefore, they, mm. they can't be like ousting them or anything. I feel like they're going to like get final approval. Well, I wonder. Here's my thing. I wonder if, you know, if HBO goes in there and gets some girls that are willing to speak about the bad experiences, yeah. I wonder like does the, the consequences right like does the school have to sign off on that like and like, like the sororities themselves like right. the national parties of them i don't know how sorority would work don't come right for me. it'll be interesting and i really hope they include that this year national chapter that was the word I was that is for. chapter is the world <laughs> is the world is the word um and i hope that they cover there was i'm not uh, okay i'm gonna use the pronoun there because i want to make sure that i don't misgender so their name is um grant Mm -hmm. um and i'm not sure if you've seen their videos um they're uh like they present as male but on all of the like national um like uh, headlines about it it says transgender um what's it called a uh, transgender like student goes out for rush in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a hundred percent sure of their pronouns, but um, I, uh, someone named Grant um, rushed TikTok mm-hmm. and got cut from all the sororities. And so now it's like making national headlines about Alabama being racist and not racist. Oh my God. A homophobic and all of these Mm -hmm. things um and so i hope that is included in the documentary too because when grant put out um their tiktok stuff i was like oh my god this is so great like i feel like you know the sororities would benefit from this like i've never seen somebody who presents male um rush before like this is incredible and then um grant revealed um on pref day that after the first day all but two sororities had um, dropped them and then revealed on like bid day that they got a call from the per- like one of their like uh, like people that like run the group. And um, they told Grant that they had been dropped by all the sororities. So I'm interested and I'm interested to see what HBO will do. Do you want to know something really lovely? A little off topic, but I think it'll make sense. OK, go. Do you want to know the Girl Scouts policy is? No, what's the Girl Scouts policy? Well, I was a Girl Scout. Anyone who doesn't identify as male can join the Girl Scouts. Oh, there yeah. you go. So you can... I know. I just think, like, when I saw a Grand's video, I was like, holy shit. Like, of course, it's time for this. It's time but for... Sororities are already still, like, 40 years high. Oh, I mean, like, literally, 100%. like, there are still stories of, like, at our college, like, the most cliche thing of, like, they would have girls sit on a laundry machine, yeah. whatever, shaked, they would circle it and, like girls had to stick sharpies up their vagina and people had to swallow goldfish yes it's still and also you're looking at alabama which is like the, the 
pinnacle yeah. of traditional sorority life. Like, I feel like if Grant had rushed maybe like at NYU, which again, they do have sororities and fraternities. It's just, it's just not on a very different level. Right. Like, but um, yeah, it'll be an interesting documentary. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. So that was your little pop culture update from me, Sarah Alice Liddy. <laughs> mm, you're going to be the next E! News, e News star host, host etc. Anyways, clueless moments, moments of, of the week. week. Do you have two or one? I only have one. I also only have one. Mine are just silly. Um, I have so much fucking adult acne right now, and I would really like to know why and who cursed me. It was me. <laughs> I'm just so pissed off right now like my skin has not been this bad since I, I was in high school and I don't know why it feels like it's getting progressively worse I finally made a dermatologist appointment but if you know if you go to dermatologists you know they literally you cannot get an appointment with them for months yeah. like it's fucking insane so I'm not seeing them until like the beginning of October and I'm gonna have to miss work for it because it was like the only time they were available until November and I was like I need this appointment my skin's not been great but I know why it's my own fault and I recognize that I but I, I like usually I'd be like it's my fault like with the whole makeup thing but I've been taking off my makeup yeah, I've been making yeah. sure to do my skincare and it just seems like it just continues to get worse. I'm hoping that like being in the sun this weekend, I'm going out to LBI with my friends from home. Mm. I'm hoping that like, you know, kind of how the sun sometimes yes. will help dry out some of the acne and whatever. So I am like crossing my fingers that it works. I'm sending good vibes. Thank you. So if you have any adult acne tips, call me, beat me. Thank you. <laughs> what is your clueless moment? Um, my clueless moment is, oh no, I wrote it down on my phone. Now my phone is dead or whatever. I remember it. Oh, um, Good. <laughs> I just threw my phone and it hit our thingy. It didn't do anything bad. It's fine. I was like, is it still recording? Yeah, it is still recording. Um, I just, with again, my rager party weekend. Um, I don't get how people will go to bed. Like, again, for going out, I wasn't even out that late. I was like, no, one thirty is a decent time. Yeah, decent. That is usually my cutoff. I'll be like, all right, it's yeah, 1.30. But like, that's not crazy late or anything. Right, right. I don't get how people stay up till one thirty on the weekends and then return to a regular sleep schedule for the week. Honestly, that like, is for the people such with nine question. to fives. Like, how how do you do that? My body won't do that. That is something that I, uh, toward the end of the year when I felt like I was going out more mm -hmm. and then had to babysit on Mondays, I was like. I because during the winter in the fall I had gotten so accustomed to like literally even on the weekends going, going to, to sleep bed at by like 10. 10 30 I know and waking up super early but I agree it's really hard with your sleep schedule yeah my body can't no. do that um so how do y'all do that and I think part of it is also like they just don't have the option like that's right the biggest issue is like I have Mondays off from work and so if I'm still kind of tired for the weekend, then I just sleep in. Right. That was me this whole summer was like, if I'm still tired on the Monday, like, I mean, technically I actually do have my workouts at 1030, but still like I could still get some sleep in or I could come home and take a nap. But yeah. So that's, that's my clueless moment. That is a really good one. I wonder yeah. how people do that. I don't know. We should ask our TikTok followers. We've been making a really fun series of times this week. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Audrey does this little 
hand thing that she's doing I'm right doing now. Right now. You guys can't see it, um, but I do it in a very defeated and tired fashion. Yeah. And it's been really fun to make those. And it's fun because I feel like people like they don't get like insane amount of views, but they'll get like a thousand views, but like three to four hundred likes. And I'm like, that's a great engagement. And people will comment and they're like this this reached the right person i'm like i'm really glad it did someone um someone commented how you clean your dishwasher last week i saw that and i was like thank you i haven't done it yet but i'm getting to it yes (laughs) i love that so yeah follow us on tiktok that's the practical advice i'm looking for again i could google all these things and i won't So someone else needs to tell me. I know. I'm very impatient or just like, what's the word? Shit. Uh, not proactive like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's my clueless moment. Per. So let's chat about summer, summer, summer Summertime. Yeah, this summer has been an adventure. Dude, okay. I was thinking before you came over this morning as I was making my little smoothie about what I was going to say. And (laughs) um, again, as I've spoken about multiple times, we've had some rough month, month and a half this summer. Um, It's been a party time. But, uh, you know, at least starting to feel kind of like on the... Come up? The the come up. Um, I do at least... I, I have the hope that even though it felt like taking steps backwards, that those steps backward were like, I don't know if I'm going to do a good job of this explaining um, that the steps backward were like diagonally backward. And we're in a way mm-hmm. that like angled me differently. So I'm walking on like a slightly different path and a path that will hopefully be slightly f- work better for me. Yeah. And so that like as much as it was backwards and that's frustrating, it was also realigning me. And for I have something hope, better. yeah, f- to be walking in a better direction. I, I 100% agree with that. If I look at this summer and I feel like like I've generally talked about this a lot just because it's been on my mind. But I think I learned important values that I have this summer. Yes. And how much your values play into like how your life goes like I think my first year out of college I sort of was playing around with a lot of different things and I still am but I think I've realized that how and again I've said this so many times but just to say it again how important structure is in my life like I feel like I, I, again, I've maybe taken a backward diagonal path as well. And I think it's because I didn't have the structure. And it's so funny because at the beginning of the summer, I was so excited to not have the structure. But literally the last two weeks, I'm just like, get me back to babysitting. Not because I want to wake up early. It's still going to be a pain in my ass. But having it there makes me more accountable than I am when I'm on my own account. Um it gives some road signs. Yeah. And I think like if I look at when I was really happy in the spring, I was feeling very appreciative of the nannying job because I realized like, holy shit, like this thing is making me wake up at like 645. It's giving me this responsibility. I get home by eight and then I have like many hours where 
I'm able to like work on the things, but without getting up for the babysitting, I can't get to doing that the point. things, yeah. you know? Um, and so, yeah, I think I've learned this summer, like how valuable some sort of like structured system is in my life. And I think it is for a lot of people because we grow up in a very structured way, like thinking about we it. We don't really know how to function outside of it. Right. And like, I think that also on top of that, I think like the way that my brain works that it does really thrive in structure but I think also part of it is like I think it would be easier for all of us if we had any concept of how to use unstructured time right it's interesting because that is so interesting because you saying that makes me be like when I have children one day I want I want them to grow up with a better sense of what to do with unstructured time yeah because I feel like this morning in my therapy session I was like self-hating and self-judging and being like I'm just not self-disciplined and I can't handle this where in reality I just think like I gotta stop hating on myself and being like maybe I just need to learn how to deal with unstructured time and it's okay that like there's people out there that don't need the structure of a nine-to-five and they can structure themselves in a pretty like solid way like I need a little bit more structure and that's just who I am yeah I agree yeah that's a huge lesson from the summer this summer like I feel like I already kind of knew that about myself but I've kind of been reaching a point of like a like I've been craving change which is like very uh, un, 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 unusual unnormal yeah, unusual unusual unique out of out of out of the ordinary yeah out of the ordinary <laughs> out of the ordinary for me because I'm really not a person who likes change um historically um and so like a it's been kind of reaching point of being like okay the need for change is starting to overwhelm the fear of change and be like sort of like uh again like i've spoken about a lot of mental health stuff on here like i i i started getting treatment for depression my sophomore year of college and i knew i was like pretty badly depressed for a while before that like yeah. i watched it in a lot of family members and a lot of friends and i i recognized it but like i didn't really want it to be real and it kind of scared me yeah and then the summer after sophomore year i started um medication for it and that also really scared me um and i feel like i've been on like in a little bit of a point of realizing like for the past couple of months like something's not quite working mm. and like i've again kind of been like afraid of change or like yeah. whatever and there, there's like more to sort of the story that we'll get into as we like as I like I'm very much in the beginning process of everything but like I'm meeting with my psychiatrist for the first time in a while on um Monday just That's to good. sort of talk about like either possibly sort of like adjusting my med and that was something that's really been scary for me to accept. And again, like these sort of backwards diagonal steps have been like, it's been a lot of like sort of pain that has got me to the point of like being like, okay, we, we need to do this now. Um, but I do feel like I'm, I'm walking in a good direction. Um, so I'm, I'm as much as like would have been better had it not taking me like being kind of miserable for like two months to get there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like most of the time it does. It takes yeah. you reaching a super big rock bottom to, to make a change. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited and like, I, I'm, I feel so blessed to have like the therapist that I have who's just like really supportive and wonderful. Um, and I'd like, I'm so privileged and blessed in so many ways to have like an amazing support system like I do and also like have the resources to go to therapy and afford medication and whatnot. 
Um, Because, like, seeing a psychiatrist isn't cheap. No, Um, it's not, especially in New York. Yes. I'm actually still seeing mine in Massachusetts. Oh, there you go. (laughs) He was like, I kind of thought you'd found a new one in New York because we haven't spoken in such a long time. And I was like, (laughs) nope, that was just on me. Um, But, yeah, like, I I feel really lucky to, like, have the people that I do in my life. Um, And as much as I'm very scared, I'm also excited about the prospect of, like, things being easy easier or better yeah i think like yeah what i have as i was saying before like i do think it takes reaching a certain point which usually is not the best point because you usually like literally me breaking down on tuesday in the car i was like i cannot wait for it look i do i want to be a nanny not really but like I know that that will help me like get to the next step by like giving me the structure back. Um, But I agree. I think it just takes time for people to realize, like, especially when you are depressed, like I think everything just slows down in a really weird way. And I think it's, you get used to the feeling of it. Yes. And I think even though it's miserable, like, you're okay in the misery because at least like you know what the misery is right because it's familiar right it's familiar it's certain but going but trying to get better trying to change your life trying to do something new is all unfamiliar and nobody likes that feeling no No one likes feeling like they have no idea what's going to come next no um which is truly the theme of my life right now because i really don't know what's going to come next neither do i like truly yep truly um i know again another lesson from this summer is uh, i really value having an income yeah yeah (laughs) um i mean i've been lucky because i had some like ucg work this summer so i did make like a good a little bit a good amount of money but it's nothing that's like very like every single week i am receiving a paycheck and like it's there um and that's something that I've learned that I really want because, again, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I want to move out of my house. Yeah. I want to make that independent adult step. And I can't do that without money. And it's tough because if you think about jobs that are going to give you a regular income, like it is more of the like structured nine to five ish sort of a ordeal or a part-time structured ish job um so i finally have started like looking on the linkedin yep Uh, y'all i don't know what everyone's like i love linkedin i do not like it and maybe it's just me having to get used to it but it's it's a little confusing i agree but i think that's also just because we've maybe collectively spent two hours on it i know i've only spent two hours on it but i'm happy i did start looking because i sort of was like looking at different positions in social media seeing what they require you like starting to learn at least like what are the pieces that are needed and like what are the options that are out there yeah and it was interesting because and then i went and took a look at backstage and and just like because my therapist um uh, like task for me or experiment was to like look at jobs on LinkedIn and look at jobs like on backstage and just like see what comes up for me. Yeah. So if you're confused about your career and you want to take like a first dive in, like if you're avoiding, like just, just start, look what start is out there. Yeah. Looking at things and you don't even need to like apply. No, I've not applied anything, to any of them, but just see how they make you feel. Yeah. Take note of what's going on in your brain or how you're feeling about it. Because I noticed when I was looking at certain positions, I was like, Oh, that's really exciting me. When I went to go look at auditions, I 
there was it was funny it like popped up in my email i saw greece i was like oh it'd be fun to be in greece mm-hmm. but then i looked on backstage and like 99.9 percent of the jobs were like nothing like it was like singing on the street of new york city <laughs> i'm like no that's why i don't go on backstage i hate it yeah uh what's the other one that we use i Act- use actors access. actors access yeah i haven't looked on there either i think the hard part about looking at theater positions for me is just I know there's no certainty in them. Yeah. I, I'd say, honestly, the biggest thing that has to be torn right now is that, like, as much as I, I really am genuinely missing performing and want to be back doing it, I also, like, love my life here in New York. And oh. I don't want to be in Idaho. My God. Mind reader. Because I literally said that to my therapist. Yeah. I literally was like... I really like my life here. And I'm realizing for the first time, like... I, for a long time, was willing to sacrifice anything for theater. And I really still do love theater. But I like my life here. I am really happy here. And I'm not willing to sacrifice the life that I've built necessarily for just any theater job. Right. I literally said that to my therapist. I was like, I think the main thing that comes up when I look at theater positions, it's like, look, not saying like I couldn't send in for something on Broadway and it could work out, but the chances of that happening are just very slim. The same thing with the national tour. And the thing, the reason why I say those things is because they have my values of a regular income and structure kind of built into them. But another thing I was like, is that, so if you're not going to do Broadway or a national tour, the other options are all over the country and they're not really in new york and i was like i don't know if i'm ready to leave my life here yeah i i really quite like my life i love it here i love like i love like my friends here i love my routines of going out like and like even when my life is kind of a mess here like i i really do like what i've built and the life i've created for myself and like the friends i've made and like yeah I, I love my my apartment here like I I don't really want to leave it yeah and if I think about like last summer when I was in the middle of nowhere doing theater sure I did have moments where I felt so creatively fulfilled but I think those were always overtaken by feeling very environmentally out of whack feeling like I didn't have a social life feeling that like literally and uh, sure summer stock positions are a little bit all-encompassing but like just feeling like all I had was the job and I'm not sure I want to live my life like that. Yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah. Life is, is very confusing in that way. Dude, you're telling me. Yeah. So the summer has brought about some important lessons. Yes. And I think it'll be cool to like move into the fall. Like I know like for me, like I'd love to, yeah. Start just like pondering different positions in life. Yeah. Like I feel like I, know what i want a little bit better not at all clearly like it is we're not seeing the picture we maybe have like four pieces of the border of the puzzle put together but that's four more pieces than we had a couple months ago baby i feel like a couple months ago not saying that like this couldn't be like the future i think (laughs) i think a couple months ago i was like i am just gonna bank on the fact that i will become an influencer And that's a little unrealistic. Not saying again, not saying that it couldn't happen, not saying that I can't stop chasing that, but I think 
in order to maybe get to there, I still have to like look at it as one pool that I'm putting my toe in yes. and I get to put my other toe, which have those pools have to be very close together i'm, I'm gonna offer you another uh, okay body uh, limb no uh, i was i was gonna say another egg. analogy yes thank you not putting all your eggs in one basket yes i'm gonna put my other egg in looking at linkedin and the jobs on there mm-hmm. um and all that stuff look at us such growth such growth watch me come on this podcast in like two weeks being like broken and breaking down i have a friend who we literally are running gag that like even like my parents know this and by parents i mean my mom um no shade at jeffrey he can barely keep track of my friends names um but also no shade also shade um (laughs) jeffrey's not listening i'm not worrying and Lori is still like 10 episodes behind uh anyway the point that i was making was um, I have a friend who is kind of iconically known for like her entire life plan will change every 30 minutes or so. Yeah, that's been um, me. And every single, here's the thing, every one of them so detailed and planned through, but she like has the acknowledgement. She's like, my new life plan is this. It could change tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I used to laugh so much about that because I had had one life plan for about my entire life. Yeah. Um, and I would be like, haha, so funny, so goofy, can't make up her mind. And now I'm like, ooh, the funny, goofy can't make up their mind. That's me. I know. Yeah. I get, yeah. I feel that in so many levels, just because we've mentioned this last week, it's just so frowned upon in the theater industry. Like, if you look anywhere else, it either means you're not serious about it or you're giving up. You're giving up, or you should, you should run in that direction, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and there's no space for, for more than one thing. And I think that's been really hard to accept because like, like, again, I, I think I might've said this on last week's episode, but even if I was like super successful at something else right now, like if I became the CEO of like a major corporation right now, I was like making bank, absolutely killing it. Loved my job. I would still feel like a little bit of a failure for not succeeding in my degree and for not using my degree. And even though like I know logically like you use the skills that you learn, I would still feel a little bit like a failure when I would go and say like, oh, I have my BFA in music theater and like I never quite did it or made it or like. You know what? That's a really interesting question is people who have studied theater and like if they're not in the field anymore, because there's many people who aren't. And I'm just curious how they feel sometimes. Those stories in like high school and college. And like kind of looking down upon them, even if they were really successful and happy, I still looked down upon it. Yeah. Because they'd given up. Yes. I remember in college, like somebody, um, I was like doing some research and I saw that somebody had like moved into a different field and I was like, oh, like, oh, they must have failed. Yes. And I think that is, that is the perspective that they give you. But I think there's just so many more elements to life when school is not a part of it. There's so many more things. Yes. And also like another thing that I've been thinking of is like, hey, my, and this, this has been genuinely very difficult for me to possibly at all begin to wrap my head around. Yeah. Partially because like it is a very big part of your life, but like your job is not like the entirety of your life. Yeah. Um, Also again, like I say this half as a joke a lot of the time, but it's also very true. Like there is no dream job. I do not dream of labor. Um, no capitalism, late stage capitalism, love, laugh, love her. Um, where was I going with this? Um, that like my job does 
uh, and I, I really struggle with this because like I really do want to be working a job that I like and care about. But, like there are also other things in my life that I care about and that my job isn't the only thing that exists in my life. Yeah. Like that there's possibly like it doesn't need to be the perfect job because like the rest of my life I really like. And if the job allows me to like do the rest of my life, then Mm -hmm. like maybe that's okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think it's interesting because I've never sort of worked like a very structured position. The only like idea I have of like office life or nine to five life is TV when I, shows. T- oh, uh, no, I actually had an internship one summer. Yeah, in you've college. been closer to one than I ever have. Yeah. And I, and I really hated it. Um, <laughs> I, remember. I really hated it because I literally did nothing, but apparently that's very normal of internships. So, um, maybe that's just like not the right perspective. Um, but yeah, in that, and I think that situation reminds me of like your job doesn't have to be everything um i think that like it's still a huge part of your life and you spend a lot of your life at whatever your job is be able to like like i think there is a certain amount of liking that i would like to have for my job but if my i think in my mind is like i would love a job that fuels other things like i get to travel or i get to eat at places that i really love also like a, a thing that doesn't like quite exist in theater in the same way is like very much with like I feel like more traditional jobs like you don't really usually quite often get to start in a job that is something you love you oftentimes have to work your way up to that yeah and in theater it's kind of like same like you start at sort of shittier theaters and work your way up but you're still kind of essentially doing the same thing just yeah. like the pay amounts and like how quality the theater is and like the costumes and how your treaty gets different but what you are doing is kind of the same yeah which is i think very different from more traditional jobs in which what you do as you go up the ladder not in all jobs but in a lot of jobs can change changes significantly more yeah and you know what i just which is i really struggled wrapping my head around that like i can start at a job and pick a job that like isn't necessarily everything i want to be with like the potential that it could could be yeah i think i um when you were saying that I sort of came to my mind about how sometimes theater can be different from traditional jobs. Sometimes I feel like theater can be very like black and white in the way that there's not a lot of work life balance no. because when you are in a show, it really encompasses a lot. Like, to anybody who's not like a theater kid listening here Lindsay Mendez when she was in Wicked had this like little series where she would like vlog about Wicked and basically it was like yeah I can't talk like like outside of the theater she was like not allowed to speak because that's how and it is it's taxing taxing on you but those are big sacrifices to make and I'm not saying that that's a bad choice no but I'm not sure I'm at a stage in my like currently where i would like let's say i i like i got it or or not saying it's just hard to make that sacrifice there's a big sacrifices that have to be made and i know that comes with all jobs and i think a lot of i I kind of need to see the other side of the job world in order to understand what people with a nine to five or a more traditionally um like i don't know because I like theater. It's like so weird that theater can't be like uh, said as like a traditional job, but like yeah. it really isn't. Um, but it'll be interesting, like if like exploring what the more 
other side. Socially accepted how the, jobs how, are. How the other side lives. How the, how the normal people live, as we would call you on, on, on campus. I It's so <laughs> funny. I like keep saying that to people and then I keep going and like tagging it with being like, we don't mean that in a mean way. I don't know if that comes across as mean. Yeah. Like there was also, I know it was a bigger thing before we went there, but like one of the other joking terms for uh, like non-performing arts people at Elon was muggles. Oh, I did not know this. It was like kind of a thing before our time. I only found out about it from a friend who was in the class above us. Um, but no, that was a term that they would use to describe like non-performance people as muggles. Yeah. <laughs> Which like isn't mean, but also feels a little mean. Like I feel like if we told them that we called them muggles, like they'd see it as funny, but like that's a little mean. Yeah. It's just a different like life experience. Like sometimes I wonder what it would have been like to go to college in a, in like a, a marketing degree or a business degree. Oh, dude, I cannot, dude, I've been so deep in this for so long. I cannot possibly even imagine. Uh, I would just like wonder how the experience was different because like there are major differences. Like usually people would take like a, a normal schedule would be like four to five classes, like music theater majors, at least where we were going to school usually had like upwards of eight classes on their docket. We also, a regular student going into overload was over 18 credits. We were allowed to go up to 21 credits. I never did that. Oh dude. I did that every semester. Yeah. And I would be so like, there's a formal process to audit. Our department said, fuck that. We don't care about the formal process to audit. You just so, got like, to you do could it. faux audit a lot of classes. So most semesters I was at like 21 credits and I was usually auditing a class as well. That's crazy. Like there was usually multiple days of the school week where I didn't have any period where I didn't have class throughout the day. So I couldn't eat. And there was one teacher who like their class was in the middle of the day. And it was the class only class that was like setting that I could maybe get away with eating. And whenever she caught us eating, she'd be like, I stopped doing dinner theater a long time ago. So what I would do is I'd literally tear off tiny pieces of protein bar, put them in my mouth. I'd suck on them until they were wet enough that I could just swallow them. And that would be my lunch. Oh, my gosh. And I would do that multiple times a week. Yeah. And I loved it. I have no regrets about anything. no regrets. But I sometimes like something that really sticks out to me is like sometimes people like, you know, it was it's very normal for college students to go out on Tuesdays, Thursdays, like go out every day of the week. Like when I tell you in my whole college experience, I can probably count on one hand how many times I went out during the week. I I literally I think it was only freshman semester. Uh, freshman J term. Yeah. Well, I think that was the I, only time I did. I remember the first time I did it my freshman year. And I guess technically senior year, but we didn't go out. What we would do was just drink, drink. alone in our apartments. <laughs> yeah. We were going through like a <laughs> bottle God. of wine a night, folks. I cannot. All right. I'm not even going to continue to reminisce on that. No, no, um, not a good time. But some fun times that I've had this summer are just like, again, like I feel like I have, I'm really loving the relationships in my life. Love that. Like I was really, when I was breaking down this week, I was like, <laughs> the only thing that matters to me is the podcast and my friends and my partner and my family. Like truly, I feel like my I'm really enjoying my relationships and like you know, like having dinners and going yes. out and just like and you know, going to Marblehead and this weekend with my hometown friends, we sort of made it a tradition. We go to Long Beach Island and just like getting to do those things yeah. make me really happy. I feel like I'm I'm really coming into my friendships as well. Yeah. Um, which has been a really nice feeling. Um of like like a like my relationships have become like more solid with like my like cowork like my friend coworkers. Yeah. The point which like I hang out with them outside and like I feel more solid in those relationships. Um, And yeah, I just like, I, as much as I feel very, very confused right now, and it has been a difficult time, 
I also am weirdly feeling comfortable in myself and like, sorry, so much. This summer has been a lot about mental health for me, which is why I'm talking about it a lot. That's your season. It's your era. Um, But like I, like my therapist has been pushing me to like talk to friends about it more. Yeah. And like I've really been trying to and they haven't been like, fuck you weirdo and slapped me. Um, (laughs) Not that I (laughs) would think any of my friends would do that. But like I've been doing it and like the world hasn't exploded. Right. Um, And like I've gotten to like, hear from other friends like I, I was talking to a friend about like sort of how like we're kind of looking into possibly re-diagnosing me and like she was like talking to me about like how she like went through a similar experience and like it made me feel like I was like oh I'm not crazy yeah friendships are so important and I think it's really nice that we've gotten to an age now like where like I used to feel bad for like telling my friends like when we had plans and I was like and I, I would feel bad being like I can't make it because I'm not feeling great or I have other things. And now I feel like with my friendships, I'm like, if I need to like cancel plans because I'm not doing that well, like I feel like I have friends that understand that. Or if I need to cancel because I I didn't get to X, Y, Z or like, let's do this. Let's do that. I love friendships. I'm also starting to reach the point where I don't secretly think all my friends hate me. Wow. I I don't think all my friends secretly hate me. Sorry, phrased it the wrong way. Got it. Um, which for a long time, even people I was very close to, I was like, no, but secretly they hate me. Oh, stop. Um, I, I know that logically wasn't true, but yeah. I really was like, no, no one likes me. Um, and I'm starting to reach the point that like, hey, maybe there's a reason people spend time with you. And I yeah. think part of it is like, we're also like outside of college, like so much of college is so structured that a lot of our like social stuff was built in. That was right. like, people kind of didn't really have a choice to hang out with you. Now it's like, now you make the now yeah, you call the I'm like, shots. I'm like this person is choosing to spend their limited free time with me and we're all tired and old enough now that if they didn't like me they wouldn't do that. Exactly. Like literally exactly. Yeah. But like to- that's genuinely just like like I'm just half saying that in a joking way but like I mean it in a way of like that genuinely is not a thought that has crossed my head in a long while now. And for a long while, that was a regular thought I had. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this summer, it was tough in some ways, but it's, I mean, in in a lot of ways, but it's been great in others. And it, and there's been some like great, like, uh, what is it? Um, the like TikTok trend that was like, um, whatever memory core memory oh yes so there's, many great there's core been memories. some like lovely core memory oh, moments totally like marblehead aaron's 15th birthday like just going to henrietta's in general um like there's so many things that have been really fun like socially about the summer and i know that's something that like when i think about getting traditional work makes me sad is that like you don't really get to call a lot a lot of the shots in your personal time mm-hmm. i mean like depending on the job like usually you get like, like vacations and you stuff you do but just in a very different way in a, in a different way yeah yeah so um yeah i'm grateful for the things that We've both learned this summer. Yeah. And it makes me excited for the fall. And you know what I'm really excited about for the fall? What I realized the other day is we've never had a podcast during the fall. <laughs> so, like, think about it. Like, spooky, ooky season. <gasps> spooky, spooky. I know. Like, doing things for, like, Halloween. Oh, and we already have, like, a photo shoot planned for her a Halloween. Yes. Of a costume that we we're have to do. start. I know. Next week is a big planning week for us. Because even though we won't be recording, we are going to be doing a lot of scheduling things. We be. We be moguls. We be work, bitch. Work, work. Enjoy I know. The, I don't know why that I was trying head. to think of and I couldn't think of it. 
Oh fuck! And I had something else, and I lost it. Um, what was it? The fall. Spooky. Oh, you know how we always say women in STEM? Yes. Um, someone was like, "Women in STEAM." It's STEM if you add the A back in for the arts. Oh, we are women, women in, in STEAM. STEAM. We are women, women in, in STEAM. STEAM. And yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> that has a very different connotation to it. We are women in STEAM. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Did that just for you, Sarah. I knew you would love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can hear how much she loves it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited for the fall. I'm excited for like stuff for the podcast for um halloween and christmas and all the christmas. fun things <gasps> oh my god we have to do like a little like gift swappy yeah we gotta do something oh yeah i know we gotta do we also have been meaning to do like a fifteen thousand follower giveaway because on our tiktok so you should go follow us if you want to try and get it i don't know we'll, we're gonna figure it out next week We'll figure. Yeah, we're yeah. getting to it, folks. Yes. Next week, we're going to do a big scheduling week. Um, so if you do, I put this out on our Instagram, but if you do have any people that you really want to see on the podcast. Or things you want to hear about, topics you want us to discuss. Yeah, please do um, uh, DM us or Any comment. and all thoughts. We want to hear them. Yes, I love hearing them. We've already gotten some really great suggestions. Yes. Things I've like thought about in the past too. So um, yeah, we're going to do some scheduling, start reaching out to some people, uh. start knowing the things. Uh. And that's the episode this week. Work. Work. Angelica. I don't know Eliza. why. I don't know why that's in my head so much. Anyways. Ooh, that would be an interesting choice. Wow, you really have a deep voice. I do. Guys, I always joke to people that I want to be a bass. I don't want to be an alto. I want to be a bass. You should do that. Thank you. Woot. Kind of like that girl in Pitch Perfect who she gets oh, nodes. And yes. Then also, uh, it's it's <laughs> never not hilarious to me that so many people thought nodes was something that was made up by the Pitch Perfect movie. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. No, nodes are real, everyone. Nodes yeah. are real. Anyways, we hope y'all enjoy today's episode. We love coming on here every week. Honestly, I've said this so many times, but. This uh, is like one of my favorite parts it, of every week. Literally, I love even when I'm on sad, girl. It makes me happy, girl. I know. I honestly, I, was, honestly, I honestly think I just love the sound of my own voice. But you know, <laughs> I don't like the sound of my voice in videos, but I like it over the headphones. I like it over the headphones. But this week, I was listening to uh, our episode from last week. And I was like, why do I literally sound like a Kardashian Valley girl? Like, I do not like my accent situation. Uh, I cannot remember what it is right now, but there is something through editing that I realize that I start a lot of my sentences with. And it now drives me insane. And I'll catch myself saying it in regular life, too. And I oh, literally... Yeah like we'll slap myself and people will be like what and i'll be like i need to shut up if you did enjoy today's episode please make sure to rate review subscribe follow do all the things yeah it really helps out the podcast i mean that's what all the podcasters say they say it really helps out the podcast so yeah, i say that. i believe them when they say it no, helps out the podcast i do i do i love when you show me the statistics and i get to like see that because i never see them so anything impresses me you know what i mean <laughs> um but it would impress me more if you did things to up those statistics yeah listen to the very end because i can see where people drop off and stop listening oh, that's so, so even if you know what we're gonna say here at the end listen to it all the way through because that gives us better metrics Woo-hoo. i don't really know what the metrics are, are or <laughs> what i don't think like we're not showing them to anyone but i it makes me happy when i look at the graph 
and it has better metrics. So if you want Audrey to be happy. <laughs> if you don't want me to need to go on even more antidepressants. Again, we're really bringing back the I trying know. to bully people we into this. We got to stop bullying yeah. people. We got to stop bullying people. Anyways, um, please give us a follow on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Woohoo. And that's it. We'll see y'all next week. Have an amazing Tuesday. Have an amazing week. And don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. Don't forget to be Thank you, Baritone Audrey. <laughs> it's like, did you ever like that? Did you, did you ever see the movie that's like, um, uh, House Bunny? Yeah. When she like remember people's names, they'll be like, oh, man, on. Kisses from mommy. Bye. <laughs>